do you know what this plays out to? Is like um, Street Fighter, like but yeah. IRL, like yeah, like two people in a VR. You know, maybe there's something kind of blocking them, but like they can go up to each other, right? And boom, and you boom, you feel <laughs> it, you know. So like maybe yeah. there's some kind of like that, or like you know, a, a Harry Potter duel where like you're actually getting like blasted virtually yeah. with stuff. You rock up to work with like black eyes and stuff. It's yeah. like, <laughs> yes. what happened to you? It's like, ah, it's just, you know, virtual I street fighter. Down, <laughs> I fell down the stairs. Because <laughs> you yeah. don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome back to the Metaverse <laughs> Podcast. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Did you just like mess up your chair? Yeah. Man. Uh, I'm good. I'm back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am your host, Atlas Theory. With the... I'm so professional. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Last one and this one, man. Um, want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> uh, my name is Archetype. I'm a designer and creator, and uh, we're doing this here thing, this Metaverse podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're kind of building off of something we touched on in the last one, and that is haptics, which mm. I know little about. So this is going to be a teaching moment um, for you guys, for myself. From our type, yes. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not at all an expert, but I have been uh, looking into this for a little while, and there's a few things on my um, on my wish list that I'm either waiting for prices to come down or mm. technology to um, sort of develop. Because, uh, yeah, I feel like I've hit the limit with with gaming and as far as immersiveness comes with like VR and uh, you know, having a good gaming rig. And uh, I think that the cherry on the top is just that haptic feedback is that bit that just gets you deeper into that game, deeper into that immersiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping starts to permeate uh, within people's uh inventory for when they think about like gaming what sort of setup that they need yeah i think it's like what the evolution would be from gaming into like the metaverse maybe it's like part of the metaverse definition is that haptics of actually like like feeling the real you know feel the real type of feel the real you know (laughs) feel the real (laughs) um it just it's just part of it. It brings you into the world. Like you're inside of, you know, these interacting um, tools, you know, from VR to haptics to whatever else. And it's magical. Yeah. It doesn't take much. Hey, like once you have, say, for example, like a headset on, it doesn't take much for you to be tricked with 
like a small amount of this haptic feedback. Um, I'm thinking like how many videos have you seen of like people have got the headset on and someone will come up and like grab them and like just sort of like just shake them and they'll like freak out. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't remember like if any technical words for it, but there's something that like when we do get immersed in something like, um, for instance, let's just even take a hat that I wear, right? Um, I'm going to feel it when I put it on for the day. But like hmm. a minute later for the rest of the day, I don't feel it, you know, like yeah. your your senses like fill in the gaps. So it's going to be really, really crazy when we have all these, you know, different sensations going on and we just forget that we're wearing something. Yeah. yeah. I Yeah. I think that's sort of like the, the pinnacle of what you want to get to with, um, as like a a company that's producing these things is you put this thing on and then you forget that you're wearing it or Mm -hmm. you, that you have it on, um, you know, like with the headsets and stuff like that at the moment, they're kind of, they're quite big and bulky and you can sort of feel when you're tethered in, like you can feel the cable, like sort of coming, like hanging across like your shirt or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's that constant, like, triggering your brain like oh yeah that's right i'm i'm in this thing like I'm, it's not real where yeah. when you have um say like a, an untethered device and it's nice and slimline like you said just like that hat you put it on and you're disappearing into that mm-hmm. uh it's, or like you're in a you're in a movie like in a cinema Aaron. and everything's dark and you're just seeing the screen and you forget that there's people sitting next to you or you know like that you're in this room everything you just get that kind of like tunnel vision oh yeah no it's uh now just going off of that we you mentioned the glasses um and i know of gloves but uh would you mind taking us through the types of haptics that are available yeah so it's interesting because like we've had this for a little while now um i'd say probably in the 90s Maybe yeah. around then. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever had like uh, a Nintendo 64. Yeah. Yeah. So they had this thing. I'm pretty sure it was Nintendo 64. Um, where they had this thing where you would plug it into your controller. It was called like a rumble pack. Yeah. And it would allow that controller to like vibrate during different <laughs> things. Um, I'm pretty sure it just like vibrated for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's true. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh I think PlayStation took a hold of that and they actually had it built in. I think it might have been PlayStation 2, um, where you actually had it built in. Um mm. and so like this haptic feedback has been around for a while. Um, but it's only like recently like people have like especially with VR, started to think outside the square of what about games that don't require a controller? Like how do we get that same haptic feedback? And I think that that's where this evolution has come to now where they're starting to think about um, like gloves mm-hmm. as, as some of the first items um, that you can get yourself uh, for haptics. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few gloves out in the market, but there's other, other haptic feedback items that uh, I think we should cover after gloves. Um, 
but yeah, there's there's a few that um, are using some different technology, uh, and it's it's again it's like this thing that's invo- evolving because um, you've got you've got the tactile response that your hand has, and that's what we're talking about with like a controller, like you you're feeling it on the inside of your palms, oh, okay. and then you've got the actual sort of like a physical item in your hand, not being able to compress that. You know what I mean? Like in VR currently, like if I pick up an object in VR, like I can just put my hand straight through that. I actually have to stop myself to simulate me holding it. I have to sort of stop it in the right position. Mm -hmm. So some of these gloves are tackling both those problems, which I think is pretty cool. That's really crazy like i i get the palm one but like i don't know if i really thought about yeah controlling like the, yeah the distances and everything because like you could just be holding like a giant sword you know or baseball bat i just made that motion you know in a sports game <laughs> and it's like yeah. oh dude that's crazy i like that yeah mm-hmm. so the touch sensation i think they've got it pretty much worked out is um you can have like either vibrations or you can have like I've seen one company they have like um on the inside of the glove it's like a tiny bubble wrap so you imagine like all these little bubbles on the inside of that glove and then they have like a a canister maybe on the inside of the palm that has like a fluid and then it oh. can direct that fluid into certain spots and fill and inflate those little bubbles and then because the glove's like tight on your hand, as those bubbles inflate, it creates that sensation of pressure in that particular spot. Mm. And so it can take the shape of something. So depending on what you have in your hand, it will flow to those different locations and have that sensation of like, say like a baseball bat, it would be in line with how you're holding it in your hand, uh, which is pretty crazy. That's super <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. One other application, like something similar that I was thinking of is there's these vests on, um, for motion pictures, um, that like is how you get the, uh, blitz. Like it actually like shoots out air and like rips the clothes and stuff. Um, but like, I wonder what they're going to do to make it like face the other way. If there's like a pressure there or like a air pocket or something that is like, you know, like um, oh, blast of air. Yeah, like the you know you're in the eye doctor, and you know how they like, they shoot that little the stream of air at like at your eye. Just like imagine yeah. like the like as you're getting like shot up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like maybe like an electric shock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. A waiver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if it was yeah. like. Yeah, maybe like certain levels where it's not going to kill you. Yeah. And I have like a, a warning, like people with heart conditions or pregnant <laughs> do, mm-hmm. not, do not use this. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Because like if you even like take that and um, like, of course you could get electric shock on you, but like imagine if those gloves had heat, cold, and ele- like some kind of electricity current. So like you're playing some kind of mage or magic game and your mm-hmm. your gloves like you know you feel cold as you're like holding like you know 
the ice, you know, we're about yeah. to cast an ice spell or a fire spell, you know, and so on. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, heat, heat and uh, cooling. I'm pretty sure it was Wooj, Wooj, Wooj. I'm, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, we'll throw it up on the screen for people watching on YouTube, but um, there's a company that does uh, one and it's like, it's a vest. It's a, like a wearable um vest that has mainly like i think they market it mainly as like a sound so it's got like these crazy speakers that just have like incredible like low bass and so um it sort of appeals to people that are like wanting to experience music so for example you go to like a concert and um you know you can feel that music in your chest Mm -hmm. and it's like a different experience because you're up close to the speakers um or like if you're playing a video game and there's like explosions and stuff like that's happening this thing is just like intense just <laughs> rumbles your body <laughs> that's yeah um but they've got a cooling feature i don't know if that's just because you get sweaty um <laughs> just like wearing this thing and playing um yeah but yeah like heat and 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 coldness like on your body would be really cool. I like that you mentioned the uh like the game and the explosions and stuff because it, it brought me back to when I was young. Uh my dad um had uh some like speaker business on the side. So he brought at home like the biggest bass that was available. And like set in like um back back when like surround sound was first coming onto the scene, and uh, I remember he would crank the the bass up, and we would sit down and watch the Lord of the Rings, and in that like intro when Sauron explodes and there's the wave that shoots out from him, you literally felt it go through you. So yeah. you know I've been. Whenever I see that scene, I think of that, and then I think of how much how that might feel when I'm fully immersed, like in this world, just getting like mm. blasted by you know shockwaves. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like the original VR that I bought, actually, you can see it, see it like there, that guy yeah. there, for people watching. Um, so the original VR I bought, it came with these external like they're like little sensors. Um, so I'm wondering, like, do we go back to that? Like, I know that everything's like moving away from like tethered and and having like external sensors. They're all in the headset itself now, Mm. but like maybe there's an option for people that are like serious about having a dedicated room, um, for media and these like speakers, like you were saying, surround sound speakers don't just like send out sound but they can send out like these ultrasonic like pulses where they could be directional like you said you you could send out like a wave like a thin wave of like an explosion where you feel it like a certain level across your body um or like pinpoint like a, a bullet hitting you or something like that would be pretty insane do you know what this plays out to is like um street fighter like but yeah. IRL like yeah like two people in a VR you know maybe there's something kind of blocking them but like they can go up to each other right and 
boom and you can feel it you know <laughs> so like maybe yeah. there's some kind of like that or like you know a, a harry potter duel where like you're actually getting like blasted virtually yeah. with stuff <laughs> you rock up to work with like black eyes and stuff it's yeah. like <laughs> yes. what happened to you it's like, oh, it's just you know virtual street I fighter the... <laughs> i fell down the stairs because <laughs> you yeah. don't want to say it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. but i mean but like people people have gone that direction like um where i'm from like in australia uh it's pretty common now that houses instead of having like an extra bedroom, they would have what they're calling like a media room. So mm. you're looking through like houses and stuff. You go, Oh, this one's three bedroom. This one's four bedroom. Oh, this one's got like a lounge room. Oh, and a media room. Um, you know, like that media room eventually would, I don't think you'd have like a VR room. Um, but I think like that traditional media room would end up just being, you know, um, dedicated to some of this sort of stuff yeah dude imagine that i'm, I'm working on of, it <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of like man cave like what if you yeah. just set out like uh you know the couch appears virtually as in real life and you're like you know your friends all have them too so you just turn it into this the one location lounge type thing and like you have your beer cooler and so on and so forth and, yeah, yeah you're talking evolution. about virtual space or, or real life space like real life oh also... dude that would be the sickest business <laughs> <laughs> no but like <laughs> so you know how like um in green screen they have like the big green box that you would like sit on you know mm. and then that box would be edited into something else i'm thinking like something like that where you have a, a room that has these items in it right and then you can um enter that room using vr and then it, yeah you can change whatever setting or mood you're in you know and just like yeah. vibe out <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty sick yeah. um or if like your friends had even just like the smallest of rooms mm. and um you know like they were able to have like a similar setup then you could all like sort of meet in that same same place um in a virtual space yeah yeah but i like the I idea of like yeah no, no, go ahead. i like the idea of like yeah one space like you you bring the in real world sort of uh option into things that would be pretty mm -hmm. cool that would be sick I um I don't remember the name of it, but in the movie Sunshine, they had a therapy room that was fully immersive, like VR. I don't know if they had haptics. Maybe it was implied, but like mm -hmm. you would be like, if you were having a hard time on the ship during these long space voyages, you you had to do a certain number of like I think it was called Earth therapy. So yeah. you would go into the room and it would like, you could choose your environment, like sea, forest, whatever in this. And then I think, I think oh. like there could be mental health chambers with full haptics to like heal, you know? From yeah. It's a, yeah, for sure. I, mm -hmm. I've seen them use it um, in real life for like VR and stuff like that for, um for different conditions in, in getting people back on track mm -hmm. with, 
with certain mental illnesses and um, disabilities like people with autism or, you know, people that have, is it agoraphobia? I could be getting that wrong. People that are like um, afraid of like crowds and stuff like that and being able to like mm. slowly introduce them into like more and more people into the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, that just triggered something in my brain. Like if we are going to go to Mars and it's going to take nine months, um, I think there is challenges physically that those astronauts are going to have. But yeah. uh I think probably mentally is probably their biggest challenge. And yeah, something like VR and haptics and like you said, like being able to experience things like a therapy, uh, I think that would be needed, right? Like I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll play heavily into into therapy. Nice. So other than the glasses and the and the gloves and these other elements, is there another type or is there some other cool items you've seen? Um, well, actually I didn't get to cover off on the, on the gloves, like properly, cause that okay. sort of leads into some of the other things, but with the gloves, mm. as far as like the tactile, like on the inside of your hands go. And then we were talking about like not being able to like fully like crush an item in 3d, like having that limitation. Um, there is gloves that have like an exoskeletal sort of mm-hmm. ability on the back of them. And, uh, it's as simple as like a cable on the back that cannot be bent any further. So as you bend your finger, you sort of hit the limit of how far that cable can wrap over the back of your finger and it will stop. And so if you have them over like all your hands, like it will limit you how much you can sort of grip something, um, which is pretty cool. And then I've seen them actually do it with like a full exoskeletal, suit (laughs) so it like limits your your arm or or movement or something like that um i think that would be for like maybe the hardcore gamers (laughs) um yeah but but then yeah like it could have in real life capabilities as well Mm -hmm. definitely Mm. yeah i've heard of um that kind of stuff being um use you know robotics but also exoskeletons that like you could walk you know Mm. um if you if you've been paralyzed or you know these other utilities as well where it just like takes the place of or improves um certain functions yeah i i think to me it's maybe a little controversial but i think like the developments in in civil um technology like technology that's available to like you and i usually comes from two industries (laughs) that is military and the porn industry um (laughs) pretty much like everything that we've got today has come from those two industries um (laughs) So, yeah, like those industries just have to like get in and get involved and develop it. Uh, You know, for example, um, the porn industry, like usually they will decide on the distribution of things. So like back in the day, it was a choice between beta and VHS and VHS one because that's that's what they chose to go with for their distribution. Same with um, Blu-ray and HD they went with blu-ray over hd there used to be these things called hd discs 
yeah. just depends on like you know that. yeah what they're going to develop so um if the porn industry gets into like haptics and stuff like that uh although probably yes. <laughs> where that is applied might not yeah. be um desirable for everybody but um the technology if they can develop different stuff like it could yeah. be used for um maybe the right applications <laughs> and, and we would see like yeah we would see more technology coming out yeah no i they're definitely <clears throat> i i you know they're already probably deep this is phrasing but they're already <laughs> deep into this like yeah they yeah i think they're like keeping a close eye mm-hmm. yeah and like <laughs> military like for um training purposes to actually like simulate battles and and stuff like that um, oh yeah yeah like you know what they have right now uh is probably everything that a gamer wants in their lounge room <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh media rooms huh mm. that's gonna be fun <laughs> well i mean <laughs> You mentioned, like, uh, I think it was the last episode, like, cinemas, how they have, uh, like, a 4D, is it called 4D cinemas or 5D cinemas in, like, theme parks and stuff like that where you've got your chair moves and then you're feeling, like, the breeze or, you know, stuff like that. Um, It takes something like that where people can go and experience it and then they get hooked and then they go back to just watching a normal movie and it's just it's not enough once you've crossed that line and you've experienced it you want more um i know like going back probably what five years ago i was in hong kong and there was an experience called the void and it was like a room and it had like you know you could go and experience vr and you wore like a backpack uh with a computer processor in the back um but what was cool about it was it was mixed with real life so they had a kind of like a it was like a warehouse but they had like doors that you had to open or like steps that you had to go up um and the experience that i had was you were going through this like tomb or this maze and it was like dark and then you had to like go and grab like a torch like a flaming torch off the wall and it was really there like it it was all mapped to the game and so you would go and you'd pick this stick. It was just a stick on the wall and yeah. you'd pick it up and then you'd walk up these stairs and you'd have to like crouch through this opening and like That's move awesome. the torch around. And it was all tracked. Yeah. That's so and, cool. Uh, <laughs> since then, like I haven't experienced something like that, but I've been wanting to. Um, and so, yeah, I think like once people experience those sorts of things, mm-hmm. they're going to want to have it in their home. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh. This there's so many like ways to go here. Like <laughs> Yeah, I it's gonna be really crazy to see how it evolves because um <clears throat> we were talking about well this a little bit, like that not going back or you know, watching movies or you know, from home or having vr in your home after like you know vr locations that you can go to like it's weird because 
this happens, you know, in every period. There's a cinema, right? The old cinemas who it used to be an event to go to, you know, and people would dress up and do all this stuff. And uh, eventually the technology evolves and now we're all sitting at home and we don't go to the theaters as much, you know, um, yeah. you know, because we can build a theater in our you know, house. So like there's these these bigger locations like these, you know, 5D, 4D, 5D theaters that are going to be in our house. And there's these VR fun locations. You can go and experience things like you're talking about that are going to be in our house. You know, eventually everything mm. comes back to like, yeah, the home I feel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, a, it's, it all comes back to convincing your wife to spend money on these things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she might sign off on the military stuff, but uh... <laughs> yeah, the other industry, not so sure. <laughs> and what are you using for that? That for, honey? <laughs> uh, I can go off on jokes right now, but I'll, I'll keep it back. <laughs> keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it PG. <laughs> uh, oh man, but yeah, the future is is so cool to think about yeah yeah man um i think just got to keep watching the space and as things get cheaper um you know pick yourself up one or try and go and experience these things and uh i think once you do you'll be hooked i think it'll become more commonplace Mm -hmm. definitely yeah Mm. i i haven't experienced a lot so this is gonna be fun because i'd like to document like some of my you know vr journey and haptics and stuff like that yeah yeah i think that's a must i would love to see that get some more of that up on your channel for sure yeah something like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) cool man well i think um we've we've looked into like a few of these so i think it'd be good maybe we can put uh some of the really cool ones uh links into the description uh, for people to have a look at some of these, um, for people that are listening that aren't able to see some of the visuals that we've put up on screen, um, go and have it, have a look and and check out where the technology's at. Because I think uh, I think you'll be surprised at what's out there. Um, so those will be in the description below. Um, and as far as everything else we're doing, like where can people find us? Oh man, um, we're on Twitter as the metaverse uh we all we both have separate twitter accounts as well um <clears throat> and we also have a website that you should check out yeah so metaversepodcast.com um and that has all our episodes on there it has um links to myself and Alice theory and what we've been up to so go there check it out um see what else we're we're doing in the metaverse and um yeah we're up on all the podcast platforms that you can find if there's one that you you like to listen on and we're not there let us know and we'll we'll get it up but uh yeah plenty of ways that you can consume and and uh listen to this podcast well guys thank you for listening to another episode of the metaverse podcast get metaverse that's why you're here that's why we're here Um, Thank you for joining us along on this journey. We'll see you guys next week.